if you are able to connect the dots of what, what you are passionate about and what you can bring to this world and what the world really needs, which is the famous Ikigai, Ikigai uh, that is the perfect spot for yourself. Welcome to the Phase 4 Podcast, inspired by Vishen Lakhiani and Ajit Nawalka, co-founders of Evercoach, a division of Vine Valley. In this podcast, we speak to coaches and creatives about where they were, where they are, and where they are going. This is the intersection of what we focus on expands, and your story is your superpower. My guest today is Esmeralda. I met Esmeralda in the CBC Business Certification course offered by Mindvalley and Evercoach. Esmeralda is a business coach, consultant, and a social media strategist. And when we first were putting a practice pod together, we didn't realize we hadn't met because we've been stumbling and fumbling over each other through all the telegrams and the, the, all the interactive messaging groups. And we've seen each other giving so much value back and forth. And it felt like we both knew each other right away. And so we both, yeah, we both agreed that that was the same feeling was mutual. So Esmeralda, welcome to the podcast. Hello, JP. Thank you very much for having me today. Yes, so true. We connected even before we could uh, met in a pod, yes. So usually I begin with um, <clears throat> where you were before we ended up meeting in that certification. Yes. So I, uh, before uh, attending the Certified Business Coach uh, certification, I was um, doing um, mentoring for small business owners, uh, usually uh, women, solopreneurs, and for coaches. And I was helping them with digital marketing, especially with social media marketing and helping them to uh, bring their presence online in order to use it as a tool to market their uh, services. So I was uh, basically uh, mentoring them through that process. And uh, I I found out during this uh, period, I found out that uh, my clients uh, were coming to me uh, for my consulting, let's say, uh, so for my marketing skills. But what they really needed was something more, was, let's say, uh, someone uh, that they could trust with their day-by-day uh, -day problems and the uh, difficulties. Because, you know, every one of us, when we are solopreneurs, we uh, face so many uh let's say different situations <laughs> if we want to use the positive uh, language uh, they are all on us it's like when you live alone and if you don't do your bed it will be like that for all the day it's the same when you have a business as a solopreneur so uh, starting from this point of view uh, you can even add the fact that i was helping a uh, woman entrepreneurs uh, so uh, we uh, as human we we carry a lot of uh, let's say background uh, cultural background so we take on us so many other responsibilities um, that was something else that my clients were uh, dealing with um, in the case of uh, mothers 
uh, you can have to the family uh, issues uh, as well. So the family factor as well, uh, such as in my case, so which I, uh, I always like to say that my first project <laughs> is growing up a human being. And then my side project is my work or whatever. Uh, in this phase of my life, which is a new, uh, new entrepreneur but, uh, slash new mother and uh, transitioning from so many other things. So yes, uh, answering to your question, I was uh, mentoring uh, businesswoman uh, through digital marketing strategies and social media marketing. And when I realized that they needed uh, something more than uh, the marketing stuff, um, I thought that uh, probably uh, becoming because I was helping coaches, right? So uh, I needed myself to uh, better understand them. So in order to be uh, able to help them, so I thought, okay, uh, I was trying to get uh, that reality from them, but you know, when uh, and this is a note for all of us uh, coaches is that when you are a coach, uh, you forget that somebody is not familiar with the coaching world, uh, they probably won't even understand what you are doing right there. So for me, understanding the world of coaching and having the tools of the, the coaches to help my clients was something holistic that I, I wanted to use as a tool for my business. Uh, but then during the certification, uh, I found out that I was so much helping myself during the process. And uh, first of all, I applied everything on myself. I still do uh, day by day. Uh, yes, that was so useful uh, in first person, first of all. And then, uh, of course, because I know how to use them uh, on myself, now I'm able to see and uh, be able to help my clients. I love it. So yeah, there's, it's so important. That's the big thing for me is that we do the work on ourselves first and then we can give it out to other people. There's a bunch of amazing stuff you just said. So I'm going to unpack some of it. Um, one thing you said reminds me of like a hairdresser, right? You see the ladies go to the salon and they're going there to make the outside of themselves beautiful. And that's what they think they're doing, but also they're going there because the hairdressers are talking and all the ladies are talking. And it fills them up inside. So kind of what you're saying there with the women, that women just come to you for social, but then they're actually coming to you for more. They're feeling whole and you're helping them with their lives. The archetypes of mother and women. Before COVID, I had a normal job and I was part of that matrix in the nine to five. And when COVID happened, my wife and I right away, we made a decision that I'm going to stay at home. She's going to work and I'm going to be a parent. So for all the dudes out there, who think that the mother is just, oh, you're at home all day doing nothing. <laughs> this is the hardest job in the entire world, okay? So oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, respect for that. I, yeah. yeah and I still get you. I, I mean, uh, this is a stereotype, what I said, actually, that mothers who deal with the family, uh, because we are used like this, but uh, so much respect for you, um, your family, that you took the decision uh, for you to be the parent uh, who was staying with the kids. And um, I've been experiencing something uh, similar, but not mixed, because now my husband is working from home during the uh, uh, pandemic era. 
And uh, I mean, it's been like two years that he is working from home. And of course, if uh, I have a meeting or whatever, um, so, um, he has to take care of the kid, of the house or cooking or whatever. <laughs> I mean, as me. So we just do whatever uh, we have to do, not bothering uh, of who is uh, the main character of that role. So yeah, totally. I love it. Um, and then, so solopreneur is like a big one, right? I'm really glad you say it because a lot of coaches call themselves entrepreneurs and it's entrepreneur for me. It means something totally different, right? Like you're talking about like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and Vishen Lakhiani and people who are building these empire companies. And a solopreneur is what we are. We're kind of doing it ourselves. Some people, obviously, they work for a company or they have a bigger company, but most coaches are solopreneurs. And the amount of stuff that comes with that is... I don't want to say relentless, but it's a lot, right? There's so many different things to do. So when you can come in and you can help people with the, even just as far as the marketing and social media aspect of that, that's a huge chunk. You could spend all your time doing that. So for you to come in and help people doing that, that's really big. And I see you on Instagram doing your lives. I love them, by the way. They're so fun and inspiring. Yeah. And so can you maybe talk about that for a little bit? About the lives or about the marketing part? Uh, yeah, Instagram marketing lives. You can put it all together, yeah. maybe. Look, I'm going to uh, talk about it by uh, taking a step back. Because actually, um, this is uh, what I would advise everybody. Before even going to the marketing part, uh, to the strategies, to the social media or whatever, we have to take a step back. And and go uh, to that place of being the solopreneur. So the very first step that I help my clients to do is uh, regaining the contact or re-receiving, re-visioning the vision of their business. Because at the end of the day, yes, we are people who want to help people, but at the end of the day, if we are not clear on what we want that business, to be, it would be, everything would be um, difficult, complicated, confusing, overwhelming, and so on. But if we have clarity on what we want to uh, do, what we uh, envision our business to be, then everything else will be much more easier. For example, as long as I go and post online without having a why, and uh, I always say this, uh, and it sounds like something overstand, but actually is the is the core of the question. So as long as we go out there and uh, create content without a why, we are just working for the industry, for Facebook, Instagram, uh, or whatever. We are creating content for them because we don't have a strategy. We don't have a structure. We don't even know why. We are publishing what we are publishing, right? So first of all, clarity on your business, on the vision that you have for your business. Then, of course, clarity on the ideal persona that you're going to help. So I know that for so many of us, we want to help everyone and be everywhere and be available uh, for everybody. And that's great. But actually, let's say that... Uh, Let's take back that example of the hairdresser. If I go to the hairdresser and say, you know, I want something with my hair, 
but I don't really know what. So maybe I want black, I want blonde, I want red uh, hair, but you know what? Uh, I want all of them. We'll end up with uh, uh, our how this a rainbow, a rainbow hair. And probably that's not what we wanted at the end of the day, right? So we will be like unsatisfied. But if we have clarity and we, we, go, we go, let's say uh, I have curly hair, I go to that hairdresser because she is specialized on curly hair or whatever, long hair, short hair or whatever. I go to that person because she is specialized on that kind of uh, hairdressing, right? And that's the clarity. So the hairdresser can do any kind of color, any kind of hair, every kind of everything. But if she specializes, let's say on bright colors, then I know that if I want the best bright color in the world, I'm gonna go uh, to have it to, uh, at mm, her hair salon. Going back to coaches, as I know that we can uh, potentially help anyone, but if we don't have clarity on with who we want to start, because here we are talking to brand new coaches, who, uh, to coaches who are just starting their uh, business, let's say. So maybe in a second moment, uh, you, when you can uh, want to scale your business, you can add any, a lot of other things, but uh, in marketing, we say something that we do the 20% of work that will bring us to 80% of results. So let's start with that 20% of people that we are able to help. So let's choose 20% of characters that we are uh, from the uh, whole 100%. Let's choose 20% of them that we can really help. And usually that is just us from one step before where we stand right now. Yeah. I so totally in your case, it would be JP working 905. Right. Who want to transition? Yeah, that's so right. And even so, the job is one part of it. And then even just like with things like trauma and stuff, right? Whatever, everyone's had something in their life, right? It doesn't matter yeah. what it yeah. was. You didn't have to get shot at. You could have just somebody been mean to you when you were a kid, right? And so, whatever that is, it's the same idea. Wherever your trauma came from, and now you come through to the other side, now you can probably help people who are right behind you on that path. The 80 20 Pareto's principle, it's so true. And like, the more I never thought of it that way, like, I think of it other ways, but it works that way too, right? And it seems like this principle works every way. So you get clarity on your business, clarity on yourself, and both of them ask the question to the future why? Where do I want to be? Why am I doing this? And then now I'm reminded of the Simon Sinek book, Why? Uh, Start with Why, which is a really good resource for anybody. And then it kind of guides us towards the future. So this is the phase four podcast and phase four in the six phase meditation is all about creating your future three years out from now. So where's Esmeralda three years from today? Well, three years from today, I would like to have um, uh, a company, let's say, which brings social impact. Because uh, now today I'm a business coach consultant slash uh, marketing strategist, but I come from the social world. And when I decided to to become this kind of professional, it was uh, if we have time, I'm, I would like to share the story of uh, how all this uh, started. Well, basically, 
before getting pregnant to my uh, with my daughter, I was working in um, a woman's prison uh, to help uh, with um, social reintegration, uh, with reintegrating uh, those women in the social and work environment. And uh, I, I was coordinating and supervising this uh, beautiful project, and we had great results. We uh, created everything from zero, uh, and when you start, when you work in small uh, reality, uh, realities, uh, you actually start with a title, but you end up doing a lot of other things. So that was kind of my baby project, and. Uh, it went greatly because at the end of the project, we were able to have them um, uh, they were starting to work officially for a private university. So we brought uh, this uh, uh, people outside the uh, prison. I mean, uh, they went outside because they could, but the moment that uh, they went out, we were able to integrate them so well in the working environment that they could uh, be uh, totally, uh, I, I don't have the English word now, but I mean, now they work not for us, but for them. So they were integrated in the working force of the university. And that was a great project with great results. But <laughs> at the end of the project, like three months uh, from the end of my project, uh, I found that I was um, uh, waiting by a baby girl. And I, of course, uh, immediately communicated this to the social enterprise that uh, I was working for. And for some reason, my contract was not, uh, they were not able to renovate my contract. You know? I mean, officially, my contract was finishing uh, after three months, but after that, they were not able to renovate it. So, uh, of course, I, I felt a little bit disappointed, but I thought, you know what, this is how it is to be. Um, I'll be good with this. I'll find out something. And fast forward, after having my baby, I was feeding her, breastfeeding her, and of course, I was having that you know, epiphanic moment of young mother wishing everything for her baby. And at one point I was looking at her and I was like, okay, uh, I wish all that health and no good for her. And I wish that I'll, I can be able to guide her through being the person who does whatever she wants to do and brings good to this world. And that in that moment, I realized, okay, but wait, how do you do that? You do it by example, right? So you show her, how do, how do we learn? We show people how to be that kind of person. So I wanted to be the person who, who had control of her life and who had impact on other, others' lives. So these two moments, uh, working in a social uh, environment by helping people and working in a prison is, is something very, very impactful. So I wanted to uh, have an impact to prevent crime. Because if we work after uh, with the people, you can help those people, but now all their environment, all their family and all their uh, uh, extended family and system and whatever, they are already impacted. So how can we prevent that? 
And we can prevent that, of course, by going to the core of the problem. And the core of the problem is by starting with human beings since they are born. So from the kids, I, I don't know if this makes sense, but for me, it makes a lot of sense. So I was in a point where I wanted to uh, have an impact on the creatures that were just coming to this world. The one who are not already, uh, you know, um, in that, uh... so, and again, how do we grow up healthy kids by having healthy parents, right? So here's the cycle. And I was like, okay, I have to work with parents. So I want to help parents. I want to help mothers. I want to help mothers who want to be, have a good life and have the opportunity to be an example for their kids. So mother who are in my situation, right? But how can I do it for as many mothers as possible? And who, how can I uh, like expand that uh, kind of impact? And that was my uh, answer was, okay, I can help those who are already helping these people. So that's how I came to the coaches. That's how I came to decide my niche, actually. That was the contour problem. How do you say it? But yeah, that's how I, I came to the coach. It reminds me of the Japanese thing. What's it called? Like, ikagi? ikagi? Ikigai. That one. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'd like to go there in a second because um, I know you like that as well. But what you're talking about in the prisons, it's called recidivism. And in America, there's a 70, and recidivism means like they go out of prison, then they end up back in prison. So you're you're yeah. getting rid of that. And in America, exactly. there's a, within five years, the rate is 76% of people that leave prison end up back in prison in America. So what you're doing with those women, that's huge because those women yeah. aren't ending up back in prison. They're getting a new life and they're, they're yeah. doing that. So and yeah, go ahead. And you know, if I can add, uh, add something, uh, we we uh, went to watch the numbers because we uh, um, uh, I wrote an, another pre project for the uh, social enterprise, and I went to the, check the numbers. And actually, the, the people that we were helping throughout our project, uh, the social enterprise were helping people uh, since let's say around ten years now. And those people, we had something like 12% of recidive. You can see the impact. That, that's, that's amazing. Cute. Yeah, that's yeah. a big difference from 76% in America men's prisons exactly. to 12%. Exactly. So <clears throat> I think <clears throat> you came up with all that by crossing all those things. From the... <laughs> like everything. <laughs> all my that's experience. the way we do it, right? That's the way you find your passion. You take yeah. all your interests and just see where they intersect and what you can make out of it. And everyone has stuff like this. So it's a good place if you're not sure where to go or how to do it to start there. Um, I think yeah, exactly. I saw some photos of you in Tallinn and the super coach. So do you want to talk about yeah. that for a little bit? That was a great, great experience uh, because uh, for me, it was a great experience on so many levels. Um, First of all, because finally having the opportunity to uh, connect live with people, you know, after two years of not uh, being able to talk to anyone for obvious reasons, and 
of course, we were for uh, with some of them. We were in uh, video, so meeting each other in video before, and then we could have the opportunity to see each other live. So yeah, and the energy, JP, the energy was such a great energy, and um, that was my, you know, when you have, uh, when I started the CBC. Uh, I started it because I, I felt it somewhere that it was the right thing for me in that uh, moment in order to uh, amplify whatever I wanted to do. And when I went to Tallinn and saw all that beautiful energy and, you know, I was uh, already, uh, I already had the decision to help coaches. So, but sometimes I was like, yeah, but should I go for coaches or for the mothers? You know, because still I had that but probably I, I, I want to work with the mothers. But then seeing that energy and seeing what people can be able to bring to this world was like a confirmation. Okay, perfect. I want to help those people in order for them to be able to help as many other people in the world. So yeah, so three years from now, that was your question. Uh, my hope is to have this environment where uh, I can bring coaches from different uh, backgrounds and i would love to have this project where uh we can help even for a little money because uh, normally if you are not working you uh might have some difficulty to uh, with the economical part so uh probably for those who those who really need the help sometimes don't have the opportunity to access the help. So my hope is to create something where I can create something even for free for those who want to just have an eye, have a look about uh, to all this world and everything and have the opportunity to get some help for themselves. Beautiful. Yeah, money is important, but it's also important to give back and to contribute and not everybody's playing at the same level. So you go get the money from the coaches and people who have it, but there are people who are vulnerable. And we notice this, especially over COVID, right? They're isolated. They don't have the resources yeah. and they're stuck. So that's really inspiring. Yeah, and I want to create the network. I want to create the network actually. So uh, in this next three years, I want to uh, get to know as many people as uh, possible coaches. And then I want to create a network of uh, like-minded coaches who are in the position to give back for free and help other people. That's beautiful. Yeah. The one thing I forgot when I was doing the, the, I did certified life coach, then I did certified business coach, but yeah, I knew it was coming for like two years beforehand. Cause I heard vision talking about it. And so I was like, okay, whenever it comes, sign me up, I'm there. And so then I got the email and I'm like, yeah, I'm in. And I didn't even look at the um, like live webinar or all that. Right. I just was like, I knew I wanted it and I was waiting for it. And then there it came. I forgot about the part about community. Like, so when you went to talent, that's just like the ultimate love fest. Like it's just so many people are so happy and so joyful. And like that just amplifies all around. And like, so that whole city must have been like elevated. I'm sure if you could measure it, you would have felt it. I would love yeah. to talk about maybe the the marketing, the Instagram. Like, do you have any yeah. ideas yeah. for new coaches, especially? Yes, we were uh, starting to talk about this. As I said, uh, once that you have clarity uh, on yourself, because I started with the vision, but actually the very first step is that work that uh, I was explaining, that uh, connecting your dots. And if I, uh, by the way, if you see my logo, is something that connects 
the, 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 the dots of the people. So if you are able to connect the dots of with what you are passionate about and what you can bring to this world and what the world really needs, which is the famous Ikigai, Ikigai uh, that is the perfect spot for yourself. So, because sometimes let's say that we forget or we dismiss something that we are able to do, uh, we just go, oh, but you know, I'm good on, let's say, uh, taking pictures, but how can this relate to coaching? But actually it does. It does a lot in so many levels, but uh, I'm not going to uh, talk specifically to the, about this. I'm just, what I'm trying to say is don't dismiss anything. The very first uh, work that you have to do is an assessment to yourself. So once you have clarity on yourself, uh, your uh, target persona, your message, then your marketing can be put in place. But without those three, your message, uh, your message, you and your persona, we can't do basically anything. So first of all, start with having clarity. Second, you need a structured offer because sometimes we are like, okay, I, I offer coaching sessions, you know, but we are not even clear on what that coaching sessions bring our uh, clients. So with what is the transformation that we are offering? So the second step, first step clarity, second step structure, create a structured offer, even though you will, and you have to, um, let's say tailor that offer, uh, based on the needs of the specific person, but still you need to have an idea of what is the transformation that you are offering to your person. Once you have that, then the messaging, the Instagram or social media or whatever messaging, uh, whatever platform. And by the way, you choose the platform uh, based on some metrics, which are uh, your ideal client metrics. So where do they stand? What kind of content they like? What kind of voice and so on? But once that, let's say you choose the platform, once that you have the platform, your content is something that is always related to their problem and to your offer. And there's, I don't know if you're familiar to that uh, AIDA stuff, which is awareness, interest, uh, desire, and action. But by the way, it is like this. Uh, the first step, uh, if you uh, uh, are familiar with the funnel, the funnel is uh, something that we, we go to a lot of people and so we talk to a lot of people, let's say 100 people in order to convert one, theoretically because normally uh, it's totally different. It depends uh, from person to person. But let's say that in the first phase, when we are uh, talking to 100 person, think about those who don't even know what coaching is. So first of all, bring awareness to those people because sometimes they, don't, they are not even aware of the problems that uh, they have. So the very first step is bringing awareness, opening their, their eyes. So let's say that now you brought awareness. The second step is, okay, they uh, take it like this. You have a shop on the street and the very first thing is uh, for you to have those windows uh, or the, um, on place, let's say. So people who are passing there see your windows, which is the awareness part on the social media and say, oh, that looks uh, interesting. Let me see what uh, they are offering. So now they come to your social profile 
And here you have to have a professional profile, which is clarity on, uh, so once they uh, enter uh, your page, let's say your social uh, page, they are going to see your stories, highlight stories, so who you are, uh, who you talk to, uh, your uh, bio. So uh, when you say uh, I'm a coach, on my case, I say something that, uh, like I am a coach consultant and I help coaches uh, to uh, to create their offer or something like this. I don't even remember now, <laughs> but probably something like this. Um, so if you are a coach and you come to my profile, you see uh, what is she talking about and you read my bio. And I say there that I'm uh, a social media marketing expert or coach consultant expert who uh, helps coaches to create their offer and to uh, bring their business online. And now you're interested and say, okay, let me see what she's uh, saying here. And you go through my uh, feed, okay? The feed itself has to be kind of professional, which means uh, if you have, uh, it has to be visually appealing and uh, quality appealing as well. So visually appealing is uh, in the start point, I just advise people to choose two or three colors and to go with those colors and doesn't matter for the uh, rest in the very first stages. Of course, it matters to have a professional picture and so on, to have mm, great graphics and whatever. But if you are just getting started, just start with the basics. So choose a couple of colors, three at maximum, same character. And whenever you put your uh, content out there, try to use this co uh, those colors or, uh, with that character. And it would look something professional. Another advice, don't put your cat if you are not, <laughs> if you are not <laughs> offering something about yourself. <laughs> So if you're not coach, if you're not a coach, I'm 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 just eating. I love cats. I love animals in general. But this is, or um, this is just to say that try to keep it professional, unless it's something related to that. Yeah, yeah everyone loves cat videos, but like, yeah, not on your <laughs> business profile. Maybe on your personal yeah, yeah. profile. <laughs> exactly. So uh, you can still put your cat, but it has to be like 20% of the time, not 100% of the time. Parado's so, principle. We want, exactly, we want to see what is behind the professional. So we want the lifestyle stuff. But here uh, you have to have clarity on who you are talking about. Because for example, if I talk to mothers, me putting, uh, showing my uh, personal life as a mother, businesswoman is part of the professional profile, you know? It's not me showing something very personal or whatever. And that is something that you can choose how much you want to go, uh, how far you want to go with that. Because I always advise to be yourself. So uh, my motto is be, uh, the best strategy is to be yourself because this is the truth. Uh, and while being yourself, you have to be yourself professional. Right. When you hear me say your story is your superpower, part of that is being yourself, being authentic, because that comes across. So when you're talking about colors, I love your colors, by the way, but when you're talking about oh. colors, like some, 
if you're picking colors that don't resonate with you, that will actually come across to other people that it's not right and it's not uncomfortable. Um, and then yeah. you talked about you have to know by metrics which social media platform to use. So for the new coaches who don't have an idea, we're going to help you real good right now. If your target audience is under 40, don't go in your Facebook. <laughs> Nobody under 40 is using Facebook. And then so Instagram is like a big one now. It's designed for the it's a, it's a really good one for coaches because it's designed for those little video content clips yeah. and that it's the visual that people are getting facebook is a little bit different but those are just two quick examples go ahead yeah you know you know what uh facebook for example is reinventing itself now nowadays uh they're introducing reels on facebook and actually uh i've noticed that reels on facebook have a great exposure so i myself i'm re-evaluating facebook i was I dismissed Facebook for so many years, but now I'm reconsidering it because I see people are so familiar from 40 plus, are so familiar with Facebook. And uh, in this phase right now, Facebook offers some uh, organic growth, organ uh, opportunities. Organic growth is unpaid media uh, because obviously they are enterprises, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. So. The idea behind the marketing stuff is, uh, and I'm going to create a post about this. Uh, normally, uh, you got to have the best three things. As we said, the message, the mission, or uh, mission and vision, and the marketing. Because, for example, if you have on place just the mission and the message, you have a great vision, a great message, but nobody will see it. Because on social media platforms, on the web in general, if you don't put some marketing, and the marketing can be paid or unpaid, organic or paid media. So there, are, for the organic part, there are so many uh, some strategies for the paid part. You create the uh, the creative, let's say, and you pay for it, and it will uh, bring it out uh, to the public. But let's say that you have on place your marketing and your message and you don't have a vision. You are on that place where you are creating, you are even paying for creating content for the platform, for the Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Let's say that you have in place the uh, marketing and the vision, but you don't have a clear message. People come to your place and they're confused. What is she talking about? What is he talking about? Who is he helping? So that's why you need to be clear. You need to be uh, to have clarity and to target the persona and to tell them that you are talking to them. Otherwise, they are just uh, they will just pass uh, through your content. That what? Okay, looks good, but bye. You know right. that's why we need to have all those uh, things in place. Right. Message, mission, marketing, persona. Yeah yourself clarity structure all of these things are important i did not know that about the reels i know like as far as all social media i know instagram reels is the number one thing to grow organic traffic so that's good maybe we have to go over to meta and take a look at it and for example uh, because you mentioned this uh every piece of content has uh, a specific reason to be put it out because, for example, let's say that uh, you only create a reel. So you go viral and you attract a lot of people. But now the problem is that you attracted so many people 
that you attracted those who are not on target with your profile. And what happens, the, the worst thing that can happen is that they come to your profile, they follow you, and then they forget about you because they are not consuming what you are offering. So the problem with going viral without having a structure or strategy or whatever is that now you have a lot of people who follow you who doesn't, uh, don't interact with you. So you are telling to the platform that uh, you are creating unvaluable content. So the best thing is to grow slowly and strategically. Beautiful. Because if, if we go uh, like exponentially uh, growth, that will be a plot. Right. It, again, that goes right back to the 80-20, right? Like you need to focus yeah. your area, right? I have, I've heard this about um, just social media and posting. I'd love your opinion. So it's like, we're not trying to sell 100% of the time. You sell a little bit, but sometimes like if it's just like a national holiday in your country or if it's Mother's Day or Father's Day, whatever's happening in the news, you kind of, just so people are seeing your face all the time and then you sell 20% of the time. What do you think about that? I think that this depends on so many things. Obviously, if you sell uh, 100% of the time, people will just feel, uh, what is the word? Uh, Sleazy, sleazy, sleazy. That one, <laughs> you see how familiar. <laughs> so uh, people will just go away from you because you are selling all the time. But now, what happens if you don't sell ever? It's exactly the same thing, because yes, you are offering some tips, whatever, and you are sharing some stuff. And now what? How do you really help people? Because you know what, JP? The information is all out there for free. You don't need... Do you want an advice how to start to understand things? Go there, Google it, and or, or go on YouTube, and you'll find so much value out there. But what would happen? Now you are investing your best resource, which is your time, on... Uh, learning something that somebody else already knows. So if I start to uh, from the beginning to learn about marketing, and trust me, I've been there. <laughs> I spent two years <laughs> to understand what were they talking about, okay? Because I was on that place where while breastfeeding, I was going through the marketing stuff. And it took me so much time, two years to understand. Now that I know that, I'm always say, uh, telling people, you have two choices. You can go yourself, it's all available out there. Do you still hear me? I think I lost the, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so you have uh, two uh, options. You go out uh, and uh, seek for the information yourself and trust me, you'll find it. You'll find even more than you need. Or you choose a professional, you talk to a professional and you invest your time, your precious time to help somebody else who needs what you already know. Okay? Because trust me, you already know a lot. And this is something else that I see so much. People feeling like, okay, but you know what? For example, let me talk about this because this is something huge that I see. Uh... You did the life coach certification, and then at the end of the certification, you probably 
were aware of so many things that you could still learn. And not you, JP, uh, personally, but you in general. So what happened there? Having something like, oh my gosh, I know nothing. And now I need this other course in order to be an expert on this and be able to help somebody else. But you know what? You will never know anything about anything. So me, I talk about social media. Do you think that I know 100% of things on, of social media? No, no, nothing. So not, not even close of the 100% of social media marketing. But I know more than somebody else who knows nothing. The same is for the coaching part. So if you didn't have the result yet of being totally in contact with yourself, doesn't mean that you are not 10%, 20%, 3% more in content than you were yesterday. So right. now the person that you help is the one who is 3%, 10% behind. That person are you going to help. So you don't need to be more expert in something. You just need to start offering your services to those who need it. Perfect. So yeah, as we're wrapping up, there's a couple of things you just said there, right? We talked about it earlier. We're like, you're just a couple steps ahead usually of somebody right behind you that they're going to need your help because they're going to go through exactly what you just went through. And then this actually comes back to the spiritual realm where I, I believe like that everything that's ever happened to us in our lives, right? If you can take it all and put it together, there's stuff that's happened to you that didn't happen to other people. And there's a reason why. And so we draw on all these resources of our own past experiences to help and to teach and to spread it with the world. And then on top of that, um, the idea that, that we're always looking forward. A lot of us, we're high achievers, peak performers. So we're always looking ahead and we're not stopping to look back and go, oh, I do know that. Kind of like what you just said, where we, we know a lot. If we can go back and harvest all the stuff and all the learning and like, I'm just looking at a bookshelf that you have in your house, right? And they say, oh, look at all these books. And you kind of forget about it because you're already on to the next thing. So it's really important to go back and take a quick look. So exactly. As we're wrapping up here, usually I ask people, what's your favorite Mind Valley Quest author certification? But I already know for you that it's a certified business coach. So, what <laughs> yes. you want to tell us why or what you learned the most or the best part of that? You know, I'm going to tell you why. And uh, there are several reasons for that because uh, when we uh, help businesses or when we help people to, uh, to, to become uh, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, or whatever, we are uh, basically, we are amplifying the impact on the world. Because hopefully, uh, those solopreneurs, one day, if they want, they will uh, tra uh, transform to become entrepreneurs. And they will uh, bring more uh, wealth on the world and uh, more opportunities. And I, I so hope for a future where we will have conscious businesses. So uh, my mission here is to help to bring, uh, to give people the tools to create conscious lives. So sustainable and conscious lives. And this is why the CBC, the Certified Business Coach. And the second reason is because uh, the person who stands behind this uh, Certified Business Coach, which is uh, Ajit Nawalka, 
uh, it happens to be a great human being as well. And I've, uh, I'm a great observer. Uh, and I've observed him uh, during the Tallinn experience, the super coach uh, experience. And he really was the talk. And he is really and truly fully present with people. And when you talk to him, the moment that you are talking to him, he is 100% present with you. And this is something that is not uh, uh, something that we are used to. We ourselves uh, sometimes miss the opportunity to be 100% fully present on what we are doing because we are overthinking or whatever. And being so present in, in the middle of 600 people is a huge thing. It means that he is really connected to his center, his values, and his uh, mission in the world. So yes, I, I, if there was a context, contest out there, I would totally vote for CBC and Ajit. Beautiful. Yeah, you can see it. All these. So whoever's listening to this is taking those certifications, and you can see it. Like when, when. A lot of people, when you talk to them, they're just waiting to say something back, right? Where Ajay, you'll see him. He'll take a pause. Think about what you said. He's fully present, but you can tell because he takes that little bit of a pause. He might ask you a question to get some more clarification, but he thinks about what he's going to say. So you can tell that he's not just waiting to jump in and say, well, I did this too, or look at me, right? No, that's beautiful. Uh, final question is where can people reach you? Oh, basically everywhere. If they uh, search for Esmeralda Chulhai, <laughs> which is my family name. But yes, uh, you can probably find me with Esmeralda Business Coach as well. Um, yes, so LinkedIn. Uh, I'm mainly on Instagram, uh, but uh, I'm creating um, uh, a strategy, let's say, for LinkedIn as well. So uh, I will add uh, LinkedIn as well. Oh, and this is something that I would advise uh, you guys out there as well. When you start, start just with one platform. Start with one, nail it. And once you have nailed that platform, then you can add something else. And if you have the time or whatever, choose uh, on the beginning, choose two kind of platforms, one for traffic, which is social media, like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, podcast, or so on. And the second one for searchable content, which is Pinterest or YouTube. So you guys would just need for Pinterest, for example, just to copy and paste whatever you publish in the social platform, just copy and paste that on your Pinterest so you can be searchable as well. Because in the internet uh, world, let's say, there are uh, two kinds of uh, media, which is the searchable one, which is Google, uh, YouTube, and uh, Pinterest, and the traffic one, which is the social media. Uh, so, yes, you can find me uh, basically on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Pardon Thank me. you. That's perfect. And yeah, we'll just put those links in the show notes. And Esmeralda, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me today, JP. And of course, I invite you to be on one of my uh, Instagram lives as well. Yes, please.